On the new podcast, American Criminal, you'll learn about the fraud, theft, and murder that marks the dark side of the American dream. Like the Menendez murders, was it two greedy kids who killed their parents for money, or is there more? Listen to American Criminal wherever you get your podcasts. Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's off-track betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Lost Spot. We lost Ava. Hold on one second here. <laughs> All right. Let's try that again in our places. All right. What's up, everybody? Welcome to the Lost Spot. I'm your host, Sebastian Cosby, right out of Oklahoma City. We have an awesome show. We are hanging out with Joel from Maple Hill. What's going on, man? What's up? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. And then we have Ava, the Weird Wolf. Ava, what's going on? Not much. <laughs> and Sam is not here tonight. Um, he is having some Wi-Fi issues, which we are trying to get figured out because he's missing kind of a, a few shows because of it. So anyways, <laughs> and this show is sponsored by Hoodie Fanatics. So go check them out on Facebook. I think it's hoodie uh, shophoodiefanatics.com. Okay. All right. Maple Hill. Joel, what's up, man? So how long has the band been around for? So we formed uh, around 2012. Um, the two of our members, Sinjin and Christian, the drummer and vocalist have been playing music together for a really long time, uh, since like middle school before that. Um, but then I joined up with them in like 2012, 2013. Um, and then we went through like one member change over the years, but yeah, we've been making music for going on like nine or 10 years now, which is pretty cool. Yeah. exciting. Has, has the style changed at all from when you first started till now? Yeah, definitely. Um, we formed sort of as like an all-time low cover band. <laughs> um, that was just like easy pop punk music that we were all like really drawn to at that age. And so that's kind of what got us playing this genre of music or just this relative. Um, oh, hey, Sam, what's up? You're <laughs> um, <laughs> <Here> in spirit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, we started out playing uh, just pop punk covers. Um, and then over time, we started writing our own riffs and licks and stuff and then that developed into some songs um the other guys uh Sinjin and christian and the the group that they were in before they had written some music so we took some of those um older ideas they had and kind of reworked them into some of the music that you can find of ours that's out now absolutely man it looks like i was, I was doing some research it looks like you guys were in quite a bit of articles 
uh, like different website articles in like 2016-ish, was there a big push for the band in that in around that time frame? Yeah, so that's when our debut album came out, uh, titled Headspace. Uh, we recorded it in 2014 over at the Panda Studios in Fremont, California. Um, and that was our first like big body of music. And so that was our first big like PR and marketing push, uh, where we scheduled a lot of interviews, podcasts, stuff like that. Um, so yeah, that's where a lot of the media that you've seen from us is, is from. B from Eva, do you have a question? Uh, it's kind of a stupid question. (laughs) Um, All are welcome. There's no such thing. (laughs) Well, I noticed that you guys are labeled as like emo, and I was wondering if you guys started out with like the typical emo look. (laughs) The emo look, you said? Yeah. Um, Eyeliner. I mean, no, to put it simply. (laughs) Okay. Um, We definitely went through our phases here and there with uh, like fashion and style, but typically, or most of the time, we were just kind of, I don't know four young white kids just doing our best <laughs> so <laughs> you might be able to find some of our old promo photos out there on the internet and you'll see like the cargo shorts and high socks and stuff like that but uh, definitely gonna be looking I'd, at it <laughs> yeah, i'd like to think that we've all kind of come into our own a little bit more in terms of uh, aesthetics <laughs> dude if you were sitting back in like 2002 to like 2007 oh i still had hair right and so I was like all about the eyeliner and the black fingernails. I remember one time we were going to a restaurant. My mom was like, you are not going with me to eat looking like that. And I was like, yes, I am. <laughs> it's not a phase, mom. It's not a phase. This is life. <laughs> she just didn't understand. She didn't understand the lifestyle, man. You know, like I thought I was in a skateboard forever. I think I had a midlife crisis. I just bought a skateboard a couple of years ago. Hurt my leg trying to do an ollie and never picked it back up. So, uh, <laughs> so why did why did the band go from you guys are from New York, right? Mm-hmm. So why did you pick a studio back then for that album all the way in California? Was it the label that did that, or were you guys signed to a label even? So we released Headspace independently. Um, that was completely on our own. Um, we took a lot of time to consider our options for recording. Um, but we were made very aware of the Panda Studios and the work that Sam Pura and the other guys over there had been doing. Um, Sam has worked on records, uh, or I think all of the Story So Far records, um, and several other great ones, like um, the stuff from Hundredth he produces as well. Um, so Sam wasn't the producer on our record. Um, I believe he mastered it for us, but... Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we we basically just thought about it enough and we're thinking like, you know, this is our like first big release. Like we want it to be as good as we could possibly make it. Um, And we were really inspired by the sounds that were specifically coming out of that studio. Um, So we talked to them and they were into having us um, and we were able to work out a plan that was doable for us. And we figured, uh, which at the time we were like 16 and 17 years old. Um, you didn't know what you were Somehow, doing. <laughs> yeah, we didn't really know what we were doing. And like we knew we had some options that were closer by, but part of it was just like the adventure factor. Like, yeah. I don't know, I had never been over to the West Coast and we were like, wow, like we actually have the opportunity to do this. So we all like saved up and made it happen um, and spent, I think, 12 days uh, living in the studio out there. So, I mean, it was just an experience that I wouldn't trade for anything, um, even though like maybe we could have found something like an hour away in Binghamton uh-huh. or Buffalo, something like that. Right. Someone local, but I don't know. We 
we, we had dreams and like we just really thought it would be good. And then I could just imagine day. you convincing your parents, we have to go to California if we're gonna be famous. We <laughs> have where to where real bands come from. <laughs> we have to go there. Let us go. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Dude, I, no, I, thankfully I, our parents were great about it. They they supported us lots with that. That's cool. Are, are you and what's your role in the band? I play bass. So you're the super tall guy, right? Yeah, I'm six. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I was watching I was watching music videos, I was like that dude is tall. Yeah. <laughs> so did, did you ever think about an NBA career before music? Relevant. Um, no, but I had been told that I should so many times. <laughs> I tried. I did like two years of basketball in like middle school and high school and like didn't enjoy it enough. Like I, I, w- I wasn't great. I, I couldn't really jump. But I was just tall. That was like the one thing I had going for me. So I figured I would nip that in the bud and pursue more creative uh, yeah, yeah. paths. <laughs> That's awesome, man. All right. This song we're going to play, uh, Playing House. When did you guys drop this music video and, and song? Oh, This song, I believe, came out, what, like September 5th or 9th, maybe? I, I'm blanking exactly. But um, yeah, in the fall of 2020, it's the first single we released with Common Ground Collective, which is our label now. Um, and so it's been awesome working with them. We were super excited to put this out. Um, we actually shot this video about a year earlier. Um, I do all the photo and video work for the band. So I shot and directed this music video in Boston um, in the summer of 2018, I believe. Um, so, yeah, check it out. Hope you guys love it. Hey, I think Ava wants to say something real quick. Oh, sure. Oh, no. <laughs> I'm okay. for the music video. <laughs> oh, okay. All right, cool. All right. All right. Here we go. This is Playing House. My caution subsides Will all my insecurity Topple over and crush me Cause it's all that I know And all that I hold We'll be gone before too long So I'll just So wrong, we were 
That's it. All right. It. <laughs> Six out here. I'm looking through the comments and like Sam and Sharon are going back and forth. <laughs> it's pretty funny. So, yeah. so uh, do you guys have any recent shows or have you been able to play any shows uh, being in New York? Like what's the New York scene like right now? Um, well, obviously we're still going through some uh, pandemic recovery stuff. So most of the local venues still aren't hosting shows, which really sucks um but no unfortunately we haven't really played shows in just about like a year or so uh which obviously pandemic has been just about a year now um but yeah we were playing the summer of 2019 uh into the fall uh we played some great shows in lowell massachusetts and hartford connecticut that was our most recent run thanks sharon um but yeah it's been it's been a little while but we're we're itching to get back at it yeah you know what? Sam left a comment. He says, uh, good shooting and editing, Joel. Did you shoot that video? Yeah, so I shot and directed uh, and edited all of our music videos and all of our, well, almost all of our photos. Um, most of the media you see coming from us is in some part done by me. That's pretty cool. Yeah, that is pretty cool, man. I, I You know, I was thinking about how, how to shoot music videos earlier, and I don't think I could ever ever do it so so, I, <laughs> so on all your videos, is that something recently that you're doing, or is that something you've always done for the band? Um, that's something I've always done for the band for our earlier stuff. Um, I was kind of just getting into photography and making videos as a hobby, like back in high school, but I ended up going to school for it or for photography. Um, so since then I've been a lot more comfortable and confident with everything. Um, so yeah, the, basically all the media stuff you see out there. Um, most of it was done by me. Uh, how long have you been playing the bass for? I just started playing the bass like not that long ago and I'm like super into it now. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I started out playing guitar and drums just growing up uh, from like my parents. My dad played both of those growing up. So we had a drum set and an electric guitar in the house. 
Um, and getting really into electric guitar when I was like, I don't know, in seventh or eighth grade. Um, so I primarily played guitar at the time, but then when I joined Maple Hill, that's actually when I picked up bass. Um, at the time we were going through, um, a slight like lineup change. And so it made the most sense for me to cover bass at the time. And then it just kind of stuck. Um, but it's been really fun. So I, I never really had any like training or lessons or anything that like that specifically for bass. Um, but I feel like because of the nature of the music that we play and especially the style of music we played back when we were younger, it's pretty easy to go from like playing a power chord on the bottom three strings of the guitar to just playing one single note on the bass. So that was a good, like easy way for me to, uh, work my way into it, but I've been having a ton of fun with it recently. Yeah, I can definitely uh, relate to that. I started with the guitar, <laughs> and uh, the only reason I started playing the bass was because we didn't want to find another person for our band. <laughs> yeah, being able to play both is really helpful um, and a lot of fun as well. Like, I feel like a lot of people have the perspective of like, oh, if you play guitar, like, why would you play the bass? It's just like two less strings. <laughs> um, but there's, it obviously serves such a different role in music. Um, and oddly enough, if I'm just like playing something um, on the bass, uh, like, I don't know, it just inspires me in different ways than I think guitar does. And so I really yeah. appreciate it for that. I feel that. <laughs> Dude, I cannot play guitar or sing, which Ava knows I can't sing. He's <laughs> so bad. <Yeah. laughs> but but I, can, I do, you know, as a drummer, like, I think I've said this before on other shows, but the I was in a band and the guitar player, bass player would normally leave their instruments at my house. Oh yeah, and of I always had the so. yeah. I always <laughs> had the I always had the opportunity to come to go pick up the guitar or bass and mm-hmm. learn how to play it because it was always at my house. And yeah. I just kept on saying, "I'll do it one day. I'll do it one day." And and here I am, you know, twenty years later, still never done. It. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's intimidating, man. Like I don't know, I, guitar for me, like especially growing up was only it was limited to like an E major chord and a G major chord it was just like two things that like my dad taught me when I was like too young to really remember um so beyond that like actually like picking patterns and playing melodies and stuff like that it really takes like a kind of specific type of focus and like skill I guess that if you've never touched a, a stringed instrument before it can be very intimidating but it's a ton yeah. of fun. Once you, yeah, once you I'll, I'll, I'll play like a little song I wrote or something like that, like one little thing. And yeah. my friends would be like, that's not even a chord, dude. I'm like, <laughs> but it sounds good. <laughs> yeah, it doesn't matter. Yeah, It doesn't matter. It, it, <laughs> it sounds good. So have you guys ever toured? Has the band ever toured like uh, around the United States or, or even like around the world? Um, yeah, we've done a few uh, short strings, like weekend runs, and uh, we did like a two-week-long tour. Um, gosh, what the, that would have been uh, 2017, 2016 or 2017, uh, one of those summers. Um, that that was a fun tour where we, where we went uh, with one other band the whole time, and then uh, a few other bands shared a few of those shows with us. Um, so that was a ton of fun. That was all around just the Northeast. Um and that's where we've played most of our shows. We haven't played anything internationally yet, but um, we have a few connections abroad here and there that we're hoping to make something happen with eventually. Um, but yeah, mostly we've been playing around the East Coast. Um, yeah, that's mostly where we've been playing shows. So you guys have been playing around the East Coast? <laughs> Basically. <laughs> <laughs> what? You guys are in California. You guys should have done some shows out there while you were out there. 
yeah we thought so much about it but like we ended up not being able to bring like any of our own instruments with us um and we only wow. had like oh, yeah. 12 days or whatever we were living in the studio um so we were a little bit pressed for time anyways just to get the whole thing done in like 10 or 12ve days um okay so I- it's, we wanted to do so much but couldn't really make it happen at the time uh I don't know if it's this video but there is a video that I'm gonna ask you about but let's go ahead sure. and play fading right now and then I'm gonna ask what I want to ask but I'm waiting till this song is done okay yeah I don't know what I'm doing over here <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, I just want to say that this is the song I was talking about. Perfect. All right, we're... Okay. I think I lost my way. How did I end up here? Did you disappear? I'm all alone and I can feel you fading. You're slipping through the cracks and falling down below. Somebody I'm hanging by a thread, but I'm 
I like the I like the dramatic effect when you're fading out. <laughs> yeah, dude. So, I, so that song reminded me of uh, that song. Kind of sounded like almost like it has an emo, like kind of like that two thousands emo mixed with some alternative and punk in it. Would that be fair mm-hmm. to say? Yeah, totally. Um, I mean, it, we've always had trouble putting an exact genre on ourselves. Um, I think just over the course of our time as a band, we've moved a little bit more from like traditional pop punk. Um, into the emo alternative rock space um so it's tough whenever people ask us to describe ourselves we usually give them like a seven to ten word (laughs) 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 well because and and, and the two songs we played which is funny because i actually picked i screen recorded those on my phone just in case you weren't prepared with music videos i had those saved and i emailed them to myself and it's those same exact two songs um that i that i had which is why i had a question about fading okay so, shooting that music video, you guys are out. Well, it was already smiling. <laughs> she doesn't know what I'm going to ask. He's so prepared. <laughs> okay, no, no, no. I, okay, so you guys are outside for it looked like a majority of that video, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, so your drummer's there, obviously, really playing the drums because mm-hmm. he's he's the drummer, he's hitting the drums. But you see chords, I don't see any amps. And I don't see like anything that can project the guitar and the bass and the vocals like a PA system. So was yeah. everyone there just playing their music and the drum was just going crazy, really playing the drums? Basically. Um, <laughs> <laughs> we we got a PA system, which you can see in a couple of the shots, but uh, it was just like a wireless battery operated PA system that we kind of uh-huh. hid like behind the drum kit a little bit. Um, so we could all hear the song a little bit to play along to. Um, But yeah, when we were conceptualizing the video and planning it out, that was something that we went back and forth with was like, all right, we have two days to shoot this video. And like uh, my friend got to give a quick shout out to Adam Montoya and the guys at Hill and Valley uh, who helped us shoot it. Obviously, I can't shoot it if I'm in the video. So he was the cameraman for the whole thing, which was awesome. Uh, But yeah, with like all the people we had there and um, going from location to location so quickly and just the nature of like the camera kind of spinning around everyone mm-hmm. for like most of the time um we just thought it wouldn't really be worth it to try and like set up amps and like make people believe somehow that inside of this abandoned demolished incinerator plant they somehow have power for us to uh <laughs> right, <laughs> to right. plug in and play to so we're like all right let's just play our instruments make the instruments look pretty and leave the rest up to imagination <laughs> did the drums attract any bystanders just like walking by being like hmm what's going on over here yeah, absolutely. All of the outdoor locations, everywhere except for the stu- the indoor shot, which was at our, our friend Adam's studio. Um, at all of the other locations, we had some bystander issues. <laughs> um, all of those were like public spaces that like we couldn't really rent out, so we just kind of went and did it um, until we were told to leave. <laughs> um, but yeah, like one of the locations where there were all those like the old stone walls and gates around uh that's a place in rochester where i live called the sunken garden uh-huh. uh, and it's in this big park and it's a really popular location for people to take like family photos engagement photos like whatever um and this was on like one of the last decent weather days in the fall um so we got set up and then spent about 45 minutes just like waiting and like trying to shoot because there were like two or three other groups of people there who are like similar to us, like doing a photo shoot, doing something they needed that space for. Um, so it was a lot of just on the fly 
logistics and timing to to make that all work. Yeah, man, that's I think that that video is really neat. That's the first thing I did notice though was that there was no like sound system there. But mm-hmm. I thought it'd be pretty fun to be there and just like actually just hear the drums and everyone else is kind of faking it. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the little the the few little behind the scenes videos we have are pretty funny of that because we're all just like going crazy, like trying to imagine that our instruments are loud in our ears, but it's just Sinjin playing, trying to look as loud as he can while also trying not to make like too much noise on them. Oh, yeah. Like I said, we were in like public spaces where we worried about noise complaints and stuff like that. Right. Right. Um, Oh yeah. The cops got to come real quick. Shut you guys down. Yeah. We did what we could. (laughs) It's like one step above air guitar. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Uh, Ava, did you have any final questions before we close out this episode? Uh, when it comes to writing songs, do you guys write together, or is it like you each bring something to the table, or uh, whatever? <laughs> um, most of our, like all of our songs, have kind of come to fruition in different ways. Um, I feel like how it usually works is one of us will come up with an idea for. Honestly, I feel like it's usually just like a groove or a riff that we really like, and um, once we get like once that one person develops that to somewhere where they're they're happy with and they want to show everyone else um then we'll start working on it in pairs or in in a group um but yeah it's a lot of just like bouncing off each other and taking an idea growing it trying a few different things and seeing uh what we can all see for it being like a full song rather than just one little part um and then maybe the lyrics will come after melodies will come after or sometimes will somebody will come up with an idea that's just a vocal melody with the lyrics like oh i just had this idea like it sounds awesome we'll then go in and figure out what kind of song it's going to be, figure out the instrumentals and all that. So it's pretty sporadic. I wouldn't say we have a nailed down system. We just kind of let each song come to be however it does. That's pretty cool though. <laughs> yeah. It, I'm, I've been laughing this whole time because I'm looking at some of these comments that Sam is yeah. sharing. I'm like, oh my God. It's <laughs> Sam's like shaking his head at me when I ask you some questions. It's pretty funny. Um, <laughs> I, I do want to thank Sharon for being on uh, as a commentator. She's been on almost uh, pretty much every single live broadcast since we started doing uh, the Facebook stuff and going live mm-hmm. on Facebook. So thank you, Sharon, for Thanks, Sharon. that. Yep, and Sam, too bad you couldn't be here, but he's with us in spirit and has been commentating. Is there anything else, Joel, that you want to say, kind of some closing words about the band, maybe what's coming up, if if you have anything planned or anything at all about your band? Yeah, absolutely. So we actually just released um, an EP called Parallel, which both of those songs you heard were from, Playing House and Fading. Um, That came out on March 5th um, through Common Ground Collective. And you can find that anywhere you can find us online, which is uh, just Maple Hill on Spotify, Apple Music, wherever you want to listen. Um, if you want to check out our socials, we're on Instagram at Maple Hill NY, um, on Twitter, Maple Hill NY, but with underscores between the words, and Facebook, just Maple Hill. Um, and if you check out our website, um, maplehillny.bandcamp.com, we have some merch, which actually I didn't even plan this for the podcast, but I just happened to be wearing our new shirt. Awesome, that is so weird. <laughs> yeah, I didn't plan it either. What? <laughs> okay, I'm not gonna yeah. lie. Earlier, earlier, earlier today, I'm not wearing my lockbox shirt, but earlier, but I went on my jog and I changed it. I was actually wearing my cricket shirt, which was a band I was in like 2002. I swear to God, I'm not. Even, I swear to God, I wish I was still wearing it, but it was sweating, yeah. so I took it off. That, was, that, is, that is weird because I was doing this. That's so funny. Oh man. Yeah, I, I, the club. <laughs> <laughs> no one believes me anyways. I think I'm lying, so it's fine. <laughs> but I swear to God, I, I was. Okay, 
Um, yeah. Do you guys actually have a website website or is it just through Bandcamp and social medias? We're operating stuff through Bandcamp right now. So that's okay. maplehillny.bandcamp.com. Uh, yeah, I'm going to check out your merch, shirts, Some other stuff. Hell yeah, yeah sorry, What was that? I said I'm going to go check out some of your merch. Oh, word. Thanks, man. Absolutely. All right. I think that's all we got. I want to thank everybody for listening to The Loud Spot. Thanks for everyone who watches now, watches later, and comments. Check us out on YouTube. Please subscribe on YouTube. And if you see us live on Facebook, make sure make sure to hit that notification button so you get notified whenever we go live. I think we're somewhat entertaining. I don't know. Okay. <laughs> uh, hey, uh, Joel, don't go anywhere. Stay right there. I'm going to play the outro music. I'm going to cut it. And we're going to talk just for a little bit afterwards. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. Here we go. I think this is the right one. All right. Everyone say bye. 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 Let's hope this is the right one. This is the loud spot outro by Nothing Short of Tragic. Is this all talk with no action? No. Is this my thoughts with distraction? No. Is this what I bought that's in fashion? Or is this the loud spot with Sebastian? Yes. Does Nothing Short of Tragic have his back again? Yes. Does anything that good really have to end? Yes. A pin post has to Maryland sports fans, there's only one sports book in the great state of Maryland with over 50 years' experience booking bets and supporting customers. Betfred Sportsbook at Long Shots is now open and is the only sports book in Frederick offering cash betting on football, basketball, world soccer, and more. Visit the Betfred Sportsbook at I-270 and MD-85 in Frederick, right next to Longshot's Off-Track Betting. Go to BetfredSports.com for more information and your chance to win exclusive merchandise. Must be 21 or older. Play responsibly. For help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. What would you do to achieve the American dream? The big house, the happy family, the money... Would you put in the hours? Would you take a big swing? What's the problem? What's the problem? Would you lie? Would you cheat? Would I shop? Would I shop? Would you kill? Yes. <laughs> My mom and dad. My mom and my dad. From Airship, the studio behind American Scandal, comes a new true crime history podcast. I'm Jeremy Schwartz, and I'll be taking you inside the minds of some of our most notorious felons and outlaws, exploring the dark side of the American dream. In my new show, American Criminal, you'll meet the picture-perfect brothers who killed their parents, the thief who stole babies, the crypto king who siphoned off billions and plenty more. From assassins and gangsters to killers and con artists, Whatever the case, whoever the criminal, you don't know the full story until now. Don't miss the debut season of American Criminal, the Menendez Brothers, beginning February 29th. Listen wherever you get your podcasts or to get early ad-free access to the entire season first, plus hundreds of other ad-free history podcast episodes, subscribe at IntoHistory.com.